Oh, hello. Who is it? Batman. Hello, Batman. Hello and welcome to Roast Hinter Review, the show where every week we pick something that we're feeling nostalgic for, we revisit it and review it to find out if our hindsight is truly 2020 or we've just been wearing roast tinted glasses. I am your host, Michael Jabez, and I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Connor O'Keen. Mr. Connor. <laughs> Hello, my man. Dude. What are we what are uh, we reviewing today, uh, Connor? I am so fucking excited for this. <laughs> Oh, so we're reviewing the 1966 Batman featuring Adam West and Burt Ward as Batman and Robin. That's right. Batman, originally titled Batman the Movie. Like you said, Adam West as Batman, Burt Ward as Robin, Lee Merriweather as the Catwoman, Cesar Romero as the Joker, Burgess Meredith as the Penguin, and Frank Gorshin as the Riddler. Oh my God, dude. I... I'm sorry, I'm going first. I have <laughs> no experience with this movie or the Adam West Batman at all prior to watching this movie. And I've I've always avoided it uh, because I thought the, like the, the campiness didn't appeal to me. I thought it was going to be really hard to watch. Um, I didn't think it was going to be enjoyable at all. <laughs> but I was utterly thrilled. <laughs> as soon as it started, as soon as like the, the opening credits started, I was like, Okay, sure. Like uh, you know, this will Whatever. be this. Yeah, this is the campiness I was I was expecting. You know, it's setting the tone. And then pretty much as soon as as soon as Batman and Robin started talking, I was like, <laughs> oh my god, this is actually <laughs> fucking genius. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my fucking god, dude! I was so, so excited so all yeah, of today. What was your, and what now was your experience? your excitement has just. Oh, raised. <laughs> this, is, this is the most hype I've ever been to oh, record gee yeah, man. this podcast. So I grew up watching this movie. It's one of the earliest movies I ever watched. I was about four or five when I first saw it. My mum would take me over to the neighbours that she was friends with before I was in school, and I would just watch this over and over and over again. I don't blame you. I really don't blame you. <laughs> uh, and I remember this was a time when Tim Burton's Batman had come out. They had a videotape right, yeah, of both of them. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. oh, no, that's the scary Batman. Michael can't watch that. He's a little child. Give him the good Batman. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want no scary Batman. <laughs> I want this colourful, fun thing. And, yeah, this is a weird one because I love it just as much as I did as a kid, but mm. I think for very different reasons now. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I feel I don't know what I would have thought of this as a kid, to be honest, because um, the, the, the campy stuff always kind of rubbed me up the wrong way, like really camp. Uh, children's programming always made me kind of, or from like probably probably from probably like seven or eight uh, onwards, always made me kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if I if I would have been super into this as a kid, but as an adult, I am. I I just I see the <laughs> the hilarious side of yeah. it. The both and the line between what is uh, intentionally hilarious and what isn't is what's what's like just accidentally circumstantially hilarious is so blurred watching this now watching this in the, at this point in time kind of, not, I've got, not just in at my age I've got I'm talking some. like this this time in the world I was mm. howling with laughter 
throughout this movie. Yeah. So what was you, you said this was so this was your first exposure to Batman. This is what Batman was to you. Yes. May it be noted for the record, not once does Adam West complain about his dead parents. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not. He does not. That is not a he character not. trait of this Batman. <laughs> well, I, so I I I must admit I'm in terms of superheroes, Batman is my favorite, but I am more into the when it comes to comics I'm more into like the kind of vertigo line of comics like the the your yep. once-off graphic novels or, right. or stuff like Preacher and Transmet and um, 100 Bullets, the more gritty, grim adults or yep. like more adult-themed stuff. In terms of mainstream super- superheroes, Batman's really the only one that I've dabbled in, but that was because of when they did the New 52 reboot of the DCU universe, yep. Scott Snyder was writing the, the, the comic, the main Batman comic at that point. And I'd previously read his arc, what was it called? Um, the Black Mirror, which I really, really liked as a, as a Batman story. It was cool. It was kind of gritty and dark, but it was also um, had some like horror elements and stuff. So that's where I jumped on with with Batman. And then I went back and read all the Frank Miller stuff. And I think the, the, the closest to like old school Batman comics I read was an arc called Venom, I think it was called, mm-hmm. where it's, a, it's basically Batman on steroids. Um, and cool. that in terms of like the color palette and stuff, uh, used was probably the closest thing resembling like old school Batman comics. Right. Um, I think I'd probably seen, I'd definitely seen like the Dark Knight and uh, Batman Begins and stuff by that point, but hadn't really taken much notice of it. Like it hadn't hadn't made me want to pick up a comic book. Yeah. And then previous to that, my very earliest experience of Batman was the Batman animated series. Right. Yes. Of course. So, so yeah, again, the campy stuff had just never appealed to me. But wow, dude. Yep. So as a child, four or five years old, I didn't know what camp was. So I was just watching this as it was just a fun adventure. And it was just, I was, I was just down for it. Yeah, yeah, which it still is. It still is. I love uh, the opening credits that has the acknowledgement we wish to express our gratitude oh. to the enemies of crime and crusaders against crime throughout the world for oh. their inspirational example. Oh, I love this. It's so pure. To them and to the lovers of adventure, lovers of pure escapism, lovers of unadulterated entertainment, lovers of the ridiculous and the bizarre, to fun lovers everywhere, this picture is respectfully dedicated. See, like, this is, like, off the bat, it has me nostalgic for, like, the closest thing to what I imagine a utopia being that may <laughs> not have ever existed. Like, can you imagine, like, nobody's, nobody's expressing gratitude to the enemies of crime yeah. anymore. No one's expressing uh, the, like gratitude to the lovers of adventure, yeah. the lovers of pure escapism. Like, also, we're, not, we're not expressing gratitude to the lovers or the fucking <laughs> crusaders against crime. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be like systemic or like deep seated or anything like yeah. that. Just fucking crime. Anything, anything in general. Like, since, uh, just purse snatches. <laughs> Like the, everything's gotten so serious and, and, and crazy. This dude. Oh. And, and the producers would like you to know if we have overlooked any sizable groups of lovers, we apologize. They <laughs> cover all their bases in 1966. <laughs> they covered all their bases. Dude, I am. And, and I'm going to reiterate this over and over and over and over and over and over and over again throughout this review. If this movie was written and produced today, it would be a, a force for good. And it would be the most like amazing satirization of just the world or the Western yep. world ever produced. Mm-hmm. And it like it would unite peoples. Yeah. 
It is that pure and fucking funny and good. Yeah. How can you not love it? We get this uh, this colourful opening credit sequence with the spotlight. Little, <laughs> nah, little yeah. bit of mystery. I grew up watching Batman. I also grew up watching Tintin. And I must mm-hmm. say, I thought I was going to be trying to hide from a lot more spotlights when I grew up. <laughs> there is a distinct lack of spotlights <laughs> in my adult life that was misrepresented in the, in the fiction I watched as a, as a young boy. Oh, my God. So we get that lovely, colourful intro, and then we get our first little silly introduction to the characters, the Batmobile, the classic yep. the classic Batman song. Yep. The the narration or the um the the voiceover guy. Yeah. The the goofy like labeling and shit. Yeah. Like everything access, is labeled. Access to Batcave <laughs> via Batpole. Yeah. And then the labeled Bruce and and Dick. Yep. Um, they hit a switch on the way down to instantly like put their costumes on and shit. That's like, what the switch says. It's the instant oh costume change lever. Oh my god. And and straight away like from the get go here. It's made me want to go back and watch Aeroplane, Top Secret, Naked Gun. Like, it honestly feels like a Zucker Brothers movie. Yep. At, at, at a lot of points in this movie, it feels like a Zucker Brothers movie. The stuff that you were saying of the blurred lines of what was supposed to be funny and what wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I am of the severe opinion that there is not a single thing that isn't a joke in this film. All of it is I- intentional. Pretty much. I think, yeah, no, look, honestly, I think you might be right. I watched- like it's, um, it's, if, a, it's a blurred line because of just, I guess, how removed it is from, yeah, from I think, now. I don't know. I think people f- just watch it and think like, oh, this is unintentionally funny. And it's like, no, they, they, they were never serious about it. Yeah, never, right. they never the, the movie doesn't have a serious bone in this body. Well, this is the thing. Like, Adam West in this movie has that same thing that Leslie Nielsen has in Naked Gun and Airplane. Where Leslie Nielsen like, definitely. This guy what I was really know feeling, if he's if he's hilarious, this guy doesn't know he's hilarious. Well, he's doing the Captain Kirk. That was Adam like West is. yeah, the the male sex symbol of the '60s was. Yeah. I'm gonna talk in this tone <laughs> and right, really okay. part my words. <laughs> so was he intentionally doing like? I don't uh, know if it was an intentional thing or whether it was okay. just a like it was just happenstance like, symbiotic occurrence. Sure. sure. But yeah, yeah, okay, because you can hear that. Yeah, it's very reminiscent that of that. In the cadence. Yeah, I really feel like it has that same Leslie Nielsen thing where you go, you go, this guy is so funny, he doesn't realize how funny he is. <laughs> well, the fact that he is a, a like a full time cast member of Family Guy really surprised you when you've watched after you're watching Batman. You're like, oh, no wonder yeah, he yeah, would be totally, totally. he would be down to voice a character for an animated show. Yeah. If you enjoy this film, I strongly recommend you listening to the audio commentary. With Adam West really? and Dick Ward. Really? Oh, okay. It was recorded for the DVD release, so it's it was made in like the 2000s. Cool. And they are fucking so sharp and on it and just cracking jokes nonstop throughout the commentary. Oh, that it's sounds so funny. wonderful. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's like they're just taking the piss and that's what I, that's where I get the, the perception that it's like, yeah, they, they knew they at the know, time. They knew, yeah. It's, it's fucking scathing, dude. It's so funny. <laughs> And I am like instantly obsessed with this movie. Like I'm going to be recommending it to fucking people. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna, it I'm going to buy a physical. I'm going to buy a physical copy of this movie. Yes. Like I'm going to try and find like the fucking collector's super duper dicks edition. I think because I want Blu-ray to absorb is probably as much. more like super duper yeah. collectors. The DVD that right. I got is very cheap. Uh, right, because like I, I, I want five dollar DVD that just has the commentary and I think maybe yeah. trailers. 
nah, I want behind the scenes shit. I want to see how this was made because it looks like so much fun. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. So the show ran from 1966 to 1968. Um, mm-hmm. It was a big hit. This film was shot in between the break of season one and two. No shit. Yeah, so... um. So as they say <laughs> on the audio so cool. commentary, it wasn't didn't feel like a like a huge fun thing. It was just like they worked all the way through. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that sounds grueling then, but they managed to make it look fun on screen. Yeah, I think it's still still a bit of fun. I never watched the show. I don't feel the need to go back and watch the show. I think no. there's like 120 episodes and TV from that era is very repetitive. Mm. Um the budgets are yeah, so if- low. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I feel like this is great as just like a crash course in it what the stands show on its about. own, and I think it yeah. probably has everything good about the show just like squashed into, right into yeah, a, hour, a movie. Hour forty-five, Boom, um, and done. the pacing is a bit funny as well that you can kind of see that they're used to doing TV shows. Yeah, it's it has just a sort kind of like, like one episodic. little plot line after another. Yeah, yeah. Of really convoluted shit and then that fails so they come up with even something even more convoluted to do after that. Yeah, yeah. There's not like one clear like through line really or, or barely there is. No, no. It's going to be one of those ones like you said Evil Dead too when when you're mm. watching it and you go on how are we going to analyze this? We're not going to be very like filmmaky technique stuff. No, no. And that's what I was thinking when I was watching it. It was just pure joy. And that's what I was imagining yeah. is that yeah. same that same joy that you described watching Evil Dead mm. 2. That's just me. Like, I just had the biggest smile on my face. I think I laughed harder watching it this time than I ever have before. I, I laughed harder at this than I have any comedy film in, uh, in God knows how long. Like, yeah. anything produced uh, recently. Like, I haven't seen... I think the last comedy film I saw in theatres was that one with Seth Rogen and forgotten her name and she's the president. Charlie's you know, the, Theron? Charlie's Theron. I've forgotten the name of that movie, but that I mean I've forgotten the name of that movie. That's that's yeah, what an impression exactly. that left. Like and that was like there were a few moments where I went, huh, you know, and that like, was it. it elicited some laughs. It wasn't a bad movie. But fuck man, I don't remember I, I feel like the last movie I remember making me laugh this consistently and, and this joyously was Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, which I think was two thousand uh, two thousand seven. Yes, film. that is a very. Um, I would I would also agree that Walk Hard is sort of like a step above all those other Will Ferrell styled comedies that it, yes. it normally gets lumped in. It gets lumped in with like the Talladega Nights. It does, and all of yes, those things. But, but it I think is it's a lot leagues ahead, a lot uh, more above, clever, sorry. and does a lot more um, like film parodying stuff. Yeah, for the eyes and the senses yes. than just. Than usual, like let's stand in front of the camera and ad lib stuff. Will being old and yelling and yep. yeah, and people being like vaguely funny cunts trying to <laughs> yes. ad lib. There's actually jokes written yes. and something else. Uh, and 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 just real quick, John C. Riley is actually fucking funny. Yes, he's actually a good actor. He is a real good Ferrell actor. Is not. Oof. Want that on record. S- score has been set. Yep, on the yep. record. I'm coming for your will. <laughs> We've gushed enough. Let's get into. The film itself, uh, straight away, it's like, we've got a bigger budget. Check out these aerial shots. Let's take the Batmobile, yeah. jump in yeah. the Batcopter. 
ring 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 ahead at the airport. Um, we get the nice little montage of like all the women doing their Pilates on the <gasps> on roof, the roof, and they and all they stop to wave, to wave and Bert. Uh, and Robin waves back, and then we get the shot of the cops, like all the way down on the ground, and they oh take their God. hats off, and it just yeah. cuts back to Batman. He just gives them a thumbs up. He, and it's he like, like, yeah, you couldn't yeah. even fucking see them, and almost They're like, like a tearful, almost a tearful thumbs up as well. Like yeah. <laughs> he has such like reverence for for like the boys in blue. Yeah, these these crusaders against crime. Well, yes, he's not uh, Batman. In this, is not a vigilante. He is a fully deputized agent of the law. Yes, um, and None even that there's that morally there's that gray shit. No, and there's that shot uh, where the there's man like and a the couple, woman, the man and the woman eating the, the picnic. And he goes, picnic. Uh, gives a fella a good feeling to know they're up there doing their job. Makes a fella feel real good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, yep. it's great. Yeah, so they're heading off to this yacht. Something foul's going on. They lower Batman down on the bat ladder. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it has a it has a label. Everything has a label or it has a, like, a bat something. Yeah. It's like, adjust the bat sensor by this many points. Yeah, it's not. It's never just, a, like, a thermometer or whatever. It's a bat thermometer. Yep. Uh, as, they, as they get closer to the yacht, it disappears. It was a hologram. He yells Robin to pull the, the helicopter up, but it's too late. His legs dip, get dipped in the water and a shark attaches to his leg. This big rubber shark. They and he's said like the shark looked it? fake in Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine. And it's just this fucking rubber shark and he's just punching and wailing on it. And it's like the it's, nose is getting stuck on the rope of the... And like yeah, the rope yeah. is like indenting into the rubber head. All of the all of the different shots too. Like you can see the stuff where they would have shot in front of like a green screen, and then there's these shots yeah, where it's very so clearly they were up in the air. There's the and stuff. It's so there's funny. the real up in the air stuff, and then there's the really obvious reprojected stuff. I love all of it. Like the reprojected stuff looks great, and then when it cuts to the very obvious, like they were outdoors up in the air shit. Yeah. Just imagine being on set for that. Imagine yes. being like just being in the neighborhood while they were shooting some of this stuff and seeing this ridiculous shit seeing this dude in this goofy fucking batman costume yep. punching a rubber shark and going whoa, whoa, whoa. while acting totally serious like yeah that's what i love a completely about it it's, straight face it's shot so pathetically like they know All it looks the, fake and they're yeah, reveling yeah. in it and he yeah. is just constantly like serious he's like he Robin, does pass yeah. me the shark repellent he, spray yeah yeah he doesn't fucking he doesn't flinch no he delivers these lines with utter sincerity, and this is something that I value about the about the Zucker Brother films, and what I, something that I have tried to put in comedy stuff that I've written is that treating like the completely ludicrous with utter sincerity. Yep, it is not enough that they have a shark repellent spray. <laughs> when Robin goes to grab it, we've got their four different sprays. We have our manta ray repellent. We have our shark oh repellent. Oh my god. Yeah, barracuda <laughs> whale whale repellent. Good grief. And then, and then when it as soon as the fucking shark hits the it water, touches it, explodes. The water and it explodes. I I, I I rewound that. I was like no <laughs> way. I, I was sending friends like videos of me just like screaming at this movie. <laughs> Oh man, you're like, dude, you've been sitting on this too long. You've got to uh, get in there. Uh, I rewatched the next scene where it's like the press conference. Yeah. I rewatched that scene twice. <laughs> this movie took me like 
three, two times longer than it should have taken me to <laughs> watch because I kept back. rewinding. I kept going, no, no, really? <laughs> the fucking bit, the bit in the next scene where um, uh, it's the press conference and what's her name? Katanya? What do they call her? Kitka. Sorry, Kitka. Katanya. <laughs> Kitka. Kitka something or other. Comrade Katanya Irenia Tatanya Karenska Alisov. And because I wasn't familiar with this show, I didn't know that was Catwoman. So when it yep. turned out that was Catwoman, I was like, ah, fuck yeah, dude. People familiar with the show might not have uh, realised it was Catwoman either because she is the only uh, supervillain that is not returning from the show. So they recast Catwoman in the film and then ah. uh, Lee Merriweather went on to play her for in like a bit of season two in as season well. Season two. Ah, that's cool. That bit where she's like, confronting batman she's like saying saying like take off your mask please they're like you can't say that that reveals their identity and then and and robin's like our own relatives don't even know what we look like uh what's he say um uh believe me ma'am under these masks we are normal americans yep or perfectly ordinary americans oh my god the the line adam west is so sincere and being dude, like, uh, now, now, she is a she she is a guest in our I, country I love, and does I not lo- know our I ways. I love that. I love that. I love that he's like he's the voice of reason. Like he's the he's he's this like wise moderate in the situation. After after Robin's all like this respect your idiot. local police officers, lady. This it's fucking so idiot wearing this purple mask with these fucking yeah, blue with these eyebrows. eyebrows. Oh, oh, and the fucking tights and the undies over the tights. They've got yeah. the closed circuit TV showing the the different villains yeah, that are currently currently on the loose. Yeah, currently on the loose. And he's just like, oh, we'll just get that up. And yeah, he just yeah. tells the secretary oh. to bring it up. And there's like, over here on the closed circuit television. And then above the TV, there is a big plaque that says closed circuit. Closed circuit television. Oh, my God. Um, and then we get our <sighs> rogues gallery. It's, it's uh, such an amazing cast. And what I love about Batman and Robin is... All of their delivery is so dry, mm. very dry for American humor. Like you said, Leslie yeah. Nielsen. That's the only thing I like could think of as well that was yeah. that I could yeah. think of that was yeah a dry American humor. Totally. So yeah, the villains and the end villains up are the weird comic relief shit. Complete opposite. Yeah, where they're going so fucking manic. Yeah, and just playing. They're just fucking like you've never seen scenery chewed so hard. Oh, I was going to say it's a miracle there's any scenery left. <laughs> they ate it all, um, they and I think that's what's it amazing. Is that it into my mouth, and I went, "Yes, Daddy." They're all like competing and like trying to one up each other in their craziness. And just when you think, like, pretty much. The whole time you just, it was a sensorial overload. I was like, one would be talking, I'd be like, holy fuck, they're so, they're so on, on, over the top. And then the next one I'd be like, nah, and like fucking one up him. And, I was, and, I, and then Penguin's coming in with his, walking like a fucking penguin. Yep. And his hat, his hat, his top hat is like, pink. It, it's designed, it's pink and like, or like purple. And it's designed so that when he walks like a penguin, it shifts from left to right on his head without ever falling off his head. Uh, it's and they just keep going amazing, crazier and crazier, and the tilts Catwoman get has harder and harder. The the Dutcher and Dutcher dude, <laughs> and Catwoman has a cat that she just she throws just has at him. a cat. Yeah. Oh my they, god! They were very um, aware that uh, they couldn't be punching Catwoman, so she always um, she'll just throw the cat in and like step I, back during I the fight was, scenes. I was howling during some of those oh, fight scenes. Um, so. Notable mention: Cesar Romero, known in his acting career for the mustache, so he refused to shave it off for the role of the Joker. So they just paint over his mustache <laughs> with makeup. <laughs> 
I didn't fucking notice that. I'm looking at it now and oh my God. I never noticed it as a kid either. That is so fucking funny. So we learned that the United Underworld has kidnapped Commodore Schmidt Lab, who is from Big Ben Distilleries, has designed a amazing invention that is at the total dehydrator um, and they're, they're planning to take over the world with it. Uh, Batman and Robin, they use their film they developing use, tank with yes, super, with super fine, fine bat grain <laughs> um, and look and the, under the uh, magnifying lens and find it, yep. that there is a boy over Bowie. there. Where buoy, boy, we say boy, they say buoy. I say buoy. I'm not saying there's a boy in the water. All right. I was saying I want, that, I, want that on, I want that on record. And they go, that is where the hologram must have been getting projected from. Uh, let's uh, let's use the navigation computer, see if there's any registered <laughs> buoys <laughs> in that location. Nope. Navigational aid computer comes up with nothing. And they go, all right, let's jump in the bat boat. They're uh-huh. just everything in this movie. It's the bat copter, the batmobile, the bat boat, the bat cycle. Mm-hmm. They're going all out. Meanwhile, fucking penguins in his submarine that he's painted to look like a penguin and that has little flappy feet <laughs> that oh, go God. along. Their periscope is a little penguin head, <laughs> which is like defeats the purpose of a periscope. A periscope is supposed that's... to be fairly inconspicuous and that's yeah, a penguin totally. head with a fucking Jolly Roger hanging off the back yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, they magnify Batman and Robin to the buoy and uh, start shooting torpedoes at it. Using the metal equipment in our... Utility belts. Yep. And I love how it's just so, again, played so pathetically with a wide shot where they're just like constantly yeah, that, wriggling. Yeah. And it's yeah, like Robin's exactly. just constantly like gripping his belt buckle. Like, oh, geez, if only I could unclip my belt. Oh, no. Yeah, and they're clearly just leaning on the thing. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, God. It's this like stupid attempt at like so much drama with like nothing to back it up besides him being yeah. like, if I reverse the polarity in my radio, I could disrupt the, the torpedoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Come it! The batteries are dead. And then we see the explosion and we're like, did they get him? And it's like, no, nah, the buoy's fine. And then it's just, no, nah, cut back to them driving off on their boat. And Robin's like, gee whiz, it was the noble porpoise jumped in front of that torpedo. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> to save our lives oh good god, grief. good he gave his life for us and we get batman telling off a fucking navy officer avast and belay batman your tone sounds rather grim we haven't done anything foolish have we disposing of pre-atomic submarines to persons who don't even leave their full addresses Protay, admiral he like hangs up and he's like oh geez like he's he's hope he's i didn't clearly- do nothing wrong yeah, he's clearly hurt, or he's clearly uh, conscious of, of that he might have pissed off Batman. But Batman just comes off like a like someone giving a retail worker a stern talking <laughs> to. Well, that's not very good customer service, then, is it? No, that's right. All right, well, you have a good day, I suppose. And then we get an introduction to the ridiculous logic of this film. What does a turkey do when it flies upside down? Oh, my God. It gobbles up, of course. <laughs> What weighs six ounces and sits in a tree and is very dangerous? A sparrow with a machine gun. The the fucking Robin solving these riddles and Batman being like, of course, you know what that means, and then like explaining what that means and you and with such leaps and bounds in yep. logic. Um, really reminded me of uh, there's that South Park episode where they discover that Earth is a giant reality TV show made by aliens. Mm-hmm. 
um, and they're in reruns because the the events of the first episode of season one are happening again. Yep. And they speak to the scientist, and the scientist keeps having these like moments of like taking the piss out of like movies like Independence Day and stuff, where like the scientist has like the moment where he, like discovers how to beat the aliens or whatever, and they keep being these massive leaps in logic, where he's like, "Where's the polarity? Polar bears? Polar bears are cold?" And like. Going on these massive tangents, it reminded me of that, and and I got big big South Park vibes from this. Like a lot of this movie felt like almost almost Matt and Trey esque. Yeah, yeah, like it does have a little uh, little element of that. Like when like you team, team America and stuff like that for sure. Yeah, yeah, that aspect of Team America where it's like, oh, America is policing the world and they know better than everyone. Mm, mm. Is, is sort of gives that Batman vibe of him lecturing everyone. Yeah, like yeah, so, yeah. That like simple school kind of yeah. that you know winners don't you know remember kids winners don't do drugs and shit like that. Yeah, and what's great is Commissioner Gordon like listening and when Robin says like it means this, he's, Commissioner Gordon's like, oh, of course. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Couldn't be anything else <laughs> with these yeah, great like lo- that's logical the leaps. The taking the absurd s- s- uh, sincerely is followed through in with every character with every aspect of this movie. No one ever drops the ball. No one yep. ever um negates the the premise or like kind of lets the gag drop. Yeah. And we it's such a boring scene. We always get these really flat shots, very like TV really looking. Really lit. Yeah, lit so evenly and stuff. There's yeah, zero mood. And uh, they're, like they're pacing back and forwards and they're doing it in like an X formation. And then we cut to the villains again and it's all yeah. Dutch tilts. It's all yeah, manic yeah. screaming and, like, and hopping around and, yeah. and like yeah. shoving their faces in between other characters' shoulders yeah. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love their United Underworld, uh, what do you call it, their hideout. It's oh, got the big like the mural shelf. on the wall and it's got the yeah. shelf and every section of the shelf is like private riddles yeah, and it's yeah, a bunch of books yeah. and then it's jokes. like private jokes and it's like they've just got all these stupid props on a bookshelf. Oh, God. Um, Catwoman's like outfit is fucking wonderful, mm-hmm. fabulous. I was a big fan of Catwoman as a five-year-old and I still am now. I don't blame you. I don't blame you, five-year-old Michael, and also she, how old are you now? 28. 28-year-old Michael. She's a fox. Them games. Maybe her and Riddler, best dressed. Like Riddler, he's got his oh, classic his, suit. His question mark the, suit. Yeah, question mark suit is great. Mm-hmm. And then he's also got like the really over-the-top green and purple. And it's like a girder. You see, oh, it's like it's got I like a girdle. Oh my god, yes! It's got the fucking yes. corset straps on the back that's tied up in a bow. It's just mm. so like, ugh. and they come up with the amazing plan that if they lure Batman to their hideout and he steps on the hidden trap door, Joker, Jack in the box, which isn't hidden mm-hmm. at all. It's a big fucking pink box in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the room. He'll get shot out the window and into the arms of the the penguins exploding octopus um and they decide how will we how will we get him here and they go well let's kidnap a, a millionaire mm-hmm. and batman will come and save him and oh isn't it funny they decide to kidnap bruce wayne yeah millionaire so then they send kitka over to bruce wayne to seduce uh-huh. him yes which works like a charm Oh, instantaneous. Dude, he's like is this the scene where he's quoting Edgar Allan Poe and shit or is that later? I can't remember. Uh, I think it's I think it's later. Yeah, that's later. But he's very smooth, and he's like he's very smooth. He's like, oh, I should uh, oh, we should discuss this more over dinner. And then he's like, 
just excuse me, I need to cancel my other arrangements that I had tonight because I'm going to spend them with you instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's how important this is. Um, and I love when Catwoman's in disguise as well as Penguin when he dresses up as Commodore Schmidtlab later on. They're so bad <laughs> at hiding like Catwoman's just constantly like purring yeah yeah and dropping like cat puns and shit yeah and the penguin just never stops quacking he sounds like the penguin (laughs) he looks like the fucking penguin the whole time but again nobody like nobody fucking blanches in this film that's what's really funny you you like Catwoman you take her her mask off and it's like oh my god it's Kitka but yeah, then the penguin yeah, yeah. is in like an elaborate disguise and they're like, holy moly, oh, Batman, yeah. that's the yeah. penguin. <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll have to do tests back at our lab. They s- fucking sniff him out in a second. There's not a moment that it tricks them. But yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the entire film, Kit Curry, is a mystery to them. Yeah. So then we get the scene of them in the Batcave uh, discussing their next moves and they're going to go on. he's going to go on this date with Kit Curry. And Robin and Alfred are to like follow behind in the Batmobile yes. and keep tabs. <laughs> and, and 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 he and Adam and fucking Batman is like, I must admit, she makes a very compelling argument for international relations. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Oh man, and just like no Alfred, one is writing shit this funny. Alfred is a fucking sleaze bag, and they don't try to hide it. Like the second. Bruce is like, I'm going to be taking Miss Kitker out. And he's like, a not displeasing chore, Master Wayne. <laughs> Give her one for me, Master Wayne. And yeah. then when they are um, they have their romantic dinner, dance seductively, mm-hmm. um, and they're having their uh, horse-drawn cart going around in the park. And, oh, uh, and Adam West is getting horny, dude. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of cheek rubbing, cheek to cheek rubbing. A lot of cheek to cheek rubbing. A lot of them, a lot of them Eskimo kisses, dude. Tender embraces. And uh-huh. the lovely Robin, young ward of Bruce is yeah. like, no, we yeah. should turn off this camera. This is, uh, yeah, this isn't this decent. Is and, <laughs> and Alfred's like, are you, are you sure? And he's like, no, no, you're right. That's the only decent thing to do. And he's like rolling his eyes and like disappointed. Like, obviously. Yeah, like, you old pervert. He just is this, an old pervert. Uh, the the like and it, it obviously intentional uh, on the part of what I'm about to reference, but the old school Batman, uh, like the Adam West Batman and Robin dynamic, made me want to revisit that. And it's one of my favorite episodes. It's one that I've watched a hundred times, but want to revisit again. The Venture Brothers episode with Captain Sunshine. Oh yes, <laughs> where he he like inadvertently kidnaps Hank because he reminds him of his old dead ward, yep. and there's this weird like really gross like weird romantic thing going on there such a fucking funny episode and such a hilarious send-up of this trope of this dynamic um which like you recognized as a kid or you recognized even without the context of of having seen this movie you you got what it was like getting at what it was going for but having the the proper context for it it's it just makes me appreciate it even more i don't know if you can do robin seriously it just never works, I think. Serious no, Robin, and, and and I think I think like I mean, what what iterations of Serious Robin are there I, I, in live action movies, in the comics, and in the some I animated movies the animated and stuff? Series to be in the animated series and in, in some of the um in some of the like recent animated features, I think Robin fits there. That dynamic mm. fits there. Live action, it's weird. You either have to like keep making jokes about it and acknowledging that it's weird i don't know just 
Like Except you can you can make strange. Batman's costume look cool. Like Batman generally always looked cool. This is a very mm. goofy looking Batman. All of their costumes are really goofy. I love how goofy they are when they're like going down the pole and then they like run to the car, but it really look just looks like they're hauling ass and they're all almost knocking into each other and their capes aren't like flapping dramatically. They just no, look really pathetic. No. They're caught in the wind and shit. It's yeah. so fucking funny. And so when you chuck Batman in like a fucking latex or whatever, Batman begins and stuff, and he looks mm. super cool. In Batman and Robin, you chuck Robin in like a leather looking version of the classic Robin outfit. Yeah. It yeah. looks stupider somehow than in this. Yeah. Like the 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 Brookheimer Batman movies I do not like. I've heard I think them he rated only did the one. Like, I thought he did two. I thought he did the one with Batman Forever and Batman And Robin. And Robin were were both Brookheimer, but could I could have been. be wrong on that. I could be wrong um, as well. I well, just I know for those certain I, those I've heard that he like is Batman and Robin. That's the one where Batman has nipples. Yes, and, and I've heard him fucking. I've heard those movies like praised for being throwbacks to this kind of camp and and stuff. But I've seen stuff to the contrary the where it it's is not the same. It's it's uh, Brookheimer not actually understanding the source material and just being like, yes. it's a comic book. It's just goofy. Just fucking do stupid stuff, right? Not okay, for okay. the actual sake of it, or not actually understanding why. He's just like, no, just yeah. throw that in there because that's what. That's what they do. Yeah, that's that's what that's what I've thought. And severely just not getting it. When they're in the uh when they're in their carriage and a catwoman has her little Morse code cat <gasps> thing and she's oh telling telling Bruce to close his eyes and talk about the fantasy and then he's like talking about it coming to a climax and she's like, No, no she's not like, so fast. No, no. Slower, go slower and you're like I was like, is she? Get, she's using a fucking Morse code cat device with one hand, and she's jerking Adam West off with the other, and getting him to imagine shit. Like uh, uh, again, I was screaming at this fucking movie. Yeah, oh I God. think the the romance angle is played so stupid and so funny. There's no like gross, like oh yuck. No, it was no, the sixties. No, it's just a no. really. It's a really Again. pure and innocent, like, he totally falls for her and is really fucking gutted when he finds out that she's Catwoman. It's, it's pure, it's like pure and innocent, but also just so goofy. Again, just not flinching with any of this shit. And not just a, fucking throwing out stupid innuendos. You could have written too this. Fast. I'm telling you, man, if this was written today, this would be so fucking funny. Mm. What else holds up really well is. The special effects. There's no. It's they're terrible, but it's like the rear projection is good enough that it doesn't look really shit. Yeah, it looks like fine yeah. rear projection, obviously rear projection, but that mm. just like it just helps. It's it's funny. It's like it gives that contrast to the real shit where you can re- you can really tell when it's done for real and when it's faked for them. Yeah, all of the the kind of it's not bad special effects. It's almost like they. It's sort of they it, did the. It's the. It's like the some of the. Would it be some of the best special effects for the time? I don't know about that. I think it's it's obviously animated. It's not tr- really trying to hide that, but that's like yeah. to their strength because it's a, it's comic booky. So let's do comic sure, book. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had time to like think on why the kind of dodginess of the fight scenes and stuff works. Like Me the neither. Se- the it's just really are... fucking fun. Yeah, when when they go back to Kitka's apartment. Yeah, and there's yeah. so many missed punches where they are obviously not. Landing. But they really, but they still, the the actors still really throw themselves into shit. So there's still a spectacle. There's still something to be thrilled by. Yeah, it's 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 just fun. Like I think I never, as a child, felt like there were stakes. That it was like, oh no, like it always felt like we know Batman's going to get away. 
even when he's caught, I wasn't yeah. like worried. It was yeah that, and I think it's good not trying to do that because the whole thing is just so funny and enjoyable. It's nice yep. not to. It would just be really, really like tonally clashing. Yeah, well, there's like there's not really stakes. You know, he's gonna get out of it, but he still gets like moments where he's overwhelmed or like someone gets the drop on him or whatever. So it's this real. Like it's like watching a a play or something like a children's play or like yeah. some pantomime thing where you're sitting there like whoa oh, oh, oh look out look out out of west this rubber oh he got you out of the head like it's it's that level entertaining yeah, yeah and I can't think of anything else that I've watched that's had that same feel and elicit or elicited the same response like yeah I think I've discovered a new style of of comedy that actually like that that i find really fucking engaging or like a new way a new way to be entertaining like maybe i'm into theater you know god forbid <laughs> after that lovely fight scene uh robert and alfred turn the camera back on because they think it has been a while we should maybe check in on them and they're gone it's like oh shit yeah and they're on their fucking flying broomsticks well mm-hmm. not broomsticks umbrellas that's it. This this plot goes really bad because Bruce Wayne, he just fucking uh, escapes himself. Yeah. And like the second the fight scene starts, a fucking mm. one of Penguin's little pirate minions just gets thrown onto the bloody catapult and gets thrown, thrown out, out the and window explodes. And, and it's explodes so again obviously like a little fucking plastic man. <laughs> he does, oh, it doesn't dude. even move. No, and, and it's, yeah, and when it hits the water, it's with such a pathetic like bloop. It's really obvious that the water is like miniature stuff yeah. like the same yeah. with the penguin submarine when you see it surfacing it's so obviously like just like bathtub sized yeah so bruce wayne escapes gets back to to wayne mansion jumps down gets changed instantly on the fucking pole again and then when it cuts back to the villains they're talking they're, they're, they're demoing the um yes the dehydrator yes and just real quick uh, something i i love about catwoman in this is that She's almost like she's like the. Have you have you seen? Um, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. The uh, no, I haven't. Okay, okay. Well, one of the characters throughout the show, she's like a a, a recurring character who appears you know, once or twice per season from when she's introduced. But when we first meet her, she makes these like sweatshirts with cats on them mm-hmm. and then like the next time we see her she's gotten all this plastic surgery to look like a cat <laughs> and then the next time we see her she's like gotten like claws on and shit and she's like acting like a cat and she basically becomes this version of Catwoman I've realized because <laughs> this version of Catwoman is full like licking her licking herself yeah. and shit grooming and shit it's so funny they, they were obviously just left up to like do whatever they wanted with the character yeah yeah and she like hisses when she's like angry and yeah. stuff yeah, uh, it's great. And they um they have their five guinea pigs that they uh you turn into piles of dust. So I uh, love it. It's just so like silly and colorful and and childish and yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just such a, a like a warm feeling of comfort watching this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's lovely. Speaking of, did you just say silly? Yes. Yes. I might have the said silly. The next scene. Oh, you mean when they return when they to return the hideout and they to the hideout and they climb up the wall with the the, the batarang yes and as they're walking up they're just dis- they're discussing when you think batman with people in weird outfits like the four super crooks hanging around here it's amazing someone hasn't already reported this place to the police it's a low neighborhood full of rum pots they're used to curious sights which they attribute to alcoholic delusions Gosh, drink is sure a filthy thing, isn't it? I'd rather be dead than unable to trust my own eyes. 
And then sure enough, some dude like sticks his head out and he's like, hey. You're right. There was someone climbing up the wall. <laughs> so I believe this was a recurring gag that they did almost once an episode and they would have like a celebrity guest pop their head out. Ah, oh, okay, cool. And, and which celebrity was this? I do not know. Someone that people at the time would have been like, ah! Yeah, maybe. I clapped. I, I clapped so. when I saw the man. Oh, my God. He sticks his head in the window and, and there's, there's a the bomb. bomb. And, and, the and most we're talking big bomb. Acme Looney yes, Tunes Acme, bomb. Acme bomb. Straight I, out of Looney Tunes. I, and it doesn't have a fuse. It has like a flare shooting out of it. Yeah. Just how long this scene goes, oh my this God. sequence, they and know, how much it escalates. To, to, to draw every, it out. This, he, is, this is your flying high, oh, sorry, airplane, yeah. naked gun Straight up. sort of stuff. He goes downstairs, tells everyone to run for their lives, but there's two fat women. There's two eating. fat women just eating. So he's like, "No, nah, right, I got to take it outside." And he's running yeah, along. Yeah. And there's fucking nuns, and he's like, "Nope, got to go the other way." And then oh there's a lady with a pram. And the same two nuns, the same <laughs> woman with the pram, and, and the same marching people. band. Yeah, the marching band come in. Come in like later. He gets to like the other side of the pier, and they're and also they're there. <laughs> yeah. He goes to. Um, oh my god! It's it's the so funny because stops. The music stops when he was. Running past the band, so it's just silence and this like louder and then quieter <laughs> as the as the bl- as the band gets closer to him and further away. And then as he's about to throw it off the pier, some dude's climbing up the, the ladder. ladder. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's so funny because almost every single time oh. he tries to throw it away, it could have just been. Like, if he waited 10 seconds there, he could or have chucked turn it. slightly, but yeah. But it's like, no, yeah. he has to run off to a different direction. Um, oh, my God. There's, there's people looks- kissing on a boat. <laughs> then there's some ducks, and he's like, I can't even kill the ducks. Uh, he's, he can't throw it in the butane thing. Yep. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Uh, uh, and eventually uh, he shielded uh, himself behind a bunch of sturdy metal pipes. And, yeah, that reveal, Robin... He's like, Batman, Batman, where are you? And he pops up right next to him. <laughs> yeah. It's like so obviously he could have seen him. Like people don't have peripheral vision in no, this movie. No. If the camera can't see it, it's not there. That's right. And Robin's like, but Batman, I don't understand. Why, why would you risk your life to save all of these drunks? And he's like, they may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also human beings. And maybe salvaged. Oh, God, it's so fucking good. <laughs> oh fuck! I don't think any of this movie is dated. No, I don't think any of the dialogue or attitudes shown in this movie are dated. Oh, fuck, it's so good. And and that's not to say it's like progressive either. It's no, just it's like it's just a uniting force for good. It's this is a this is a humanist film. <laughs> this is a, a a secular humanist film. And then yeah, one ridiculous plotline after the other. We get the penguin disguised as Commodore Schmidt Lab. They take him back to the lab because they're like, we're going to test you with your retinal eye scanner so mm. we can prove that you're the penguin. And he and he rehydrates his five guinea pigs. And I love that he asks for some water. Over there, the drinking water dispenser is clearly marked. You're very <laughs> proud of your, uh, your labels. labels, aren't you? Uh, and Commodore accidentally <laughs> rehydrates them with hard water instead of soft water. The second they punch the guinea pigs, they just explode into nothing. Yeah, they literally just disappear. Yeah, they just disappear. And Robin is really, really sad when he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. They're, they're, they got turned yeah. into antimatter. They're not they're coming not, back, they're are they? They're not coming back. Yeah. It's like, no, we, we killed those people. This yeah. Batman, 
He fucking... This is gritty Batman, dude. Gritty Batman. He kills people. Gritty, conflicted Batman. He doesn't give a shit that he his says, parents died. He says a few times that, like, you know, this is just... But but, he's, but he he understands it's for the greater good. It's his lot in life. He says it's this is just one of the things that, uh, you know, in the life of a, of a crusader, of a cape crusader. That's right. Crusader against crime. This next part is so stupid. It's like they know it's the penguin, even though he says, like, oh, he must have been brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. Let's take him back and let's take some pills that are anti-penguin gas pills. So when the penguin gets woken up and gasses us, we'll fall down and he'll steal the car. <laughs> and it's like the point of the penguin, he was trying to kill them, but then he just drives yeah. off with their car. <laughs> he just steals their steals their ride instead. Luckily, the bat cycle is right where they got jacked. Yep. So they're like, quickly, let's jump in that. They must have bat cycles. Yeah, just, just like every like in, in one foliage. kilometer down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the fucking pathetic, oh, disengage the go-kart and it shoots out so that they can save like 10 seconds by I, getting to the opposite side of the helicopter to jump in. I just, I want to imagine, uh, I, where was that scene? I want to see like deleted scenes where they set those those. Uh, those motorbikes up. Yeah, they're, they're, they're covering him, and he's like, "Is this good, Batman?" There's not enough fauna, Robin. <laughs> it's not yeah. convincing enough. No, nah, they would have sent Alfred to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. They get accidentally struck down by one of the Polaris missiles, which every time they cut back to the Polaris missile is so fucking funny. It's like it's this stock weird footage. green screened. Yeah, well, not even green screened. What would, would have been? How, how would they have done that effect at the time? Uh, there's the one shot where it f- where it whizzes past the helicopter. That would have been done yeah. probably with um, what do they call it? Like dual exposure. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, the like of um, the Star Wars ships and such were mm-hmm. done in that manner, where they would double cool. expose the same piece of film with two different images to right impose them together. But luckily, like out of the corner of his eye, Batman saw the foam rubber conve- convention. So they land their helicopter perfectly yeah. straight up. Not damaged in a pile yeah. of foam. And then we've got the, 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 the next riddle. Oh, my God. That, it is so ridiculous. How do you divide? Uh, what, what, goes, what goes up white and comes down yellow and white? An mm-hmm. egg. That, actually, that riddle actually makes sense. Yep. How do you divide 17 apples among 16 people? Mm-hmm. Make applesauce. Apples into applesauce. A unification into one smooth <laughs> mixture. Egg. <laughs> When he said egg with that <laughs> that much reverence. Nature's perfect container. The container of all our hopes for the future. For egg, I I I, I screamed. <laughs> I screamed. I, I filmed it. I sent it to friends. Oh my god. You're like, I friends, need that he's as a talking sound about bite. me. Egg. Nature's perfect container. Yeah. And then instead of instead of taking a taxi at that time of day. They know what traffic's like. Luckily, we're in peak physical shape. So they just start running, and I <laughs> swear to God, run. like they they couldn't have had access to that many extras. I, I, I like I swear to God that that shot of them running across the road. They just um, went and out. There's people just waiting to like cross the road and stuff. They absolutely did. I'm certain of it. And people even just look they, at them and even go, even hey, if look they say Batman. otherwise, even if I listen to the DVD commentary and they say, "Oh, we had all these extras, and look how good they are at acting," like they're waiting across the road. I refuse to believe it. That is I need obviously... to believe that they went that, that that was shot guerrilla style, just like outside their office. It doesn't even look like it's actually Adam West and Burt Ward in that shot. It looks like they got like the stunt doubles to go out and do it. <laughs> it looks like a fucking YouTube prank. <laughs> What's even I love more is the fucking the rear projection 
of them running. Oh, oh yes, and it's yeah, like of the middle well. of the road, and there's like yeah, cars yeah. behind them, and they're like totally got uh, uh, similar to um, understanding the context for that that Venture Brothers stuff is uh, the the Mighty Boosh like rear projection, yeah, yeah. running away, driving away shtick. Yep. Much greater appreciation of, of just how funny <laughs> that is now. It cuts back to them, like the, the villains in their submarine looking out the, the periscope. Catwoman is like, like mm. making cat noises. Yep. She's really getting into it with the parent. Yeah, yeah. Nine people of the United Worlds all just yelling at each other and they're oh all my in their God, different they're languages. they're just yelling in their own languages. And they're all Nobody just understands yelling about anyone. needing to create peace. That's all they're yeah, yelling about. Yeah. <laughs> in their own language. And then we get them all dehydrated into these beautiful, colourful little piles of, of sand yeah. and dust. And nobody, nobody notices the four colourful villains with the backpack, water gun, total dehydrator. They're still yelling at each other and talking while they get dehydrated. They are so caught up in their discussion. So hell-bent on world peace. They don't... They, when anybody enters a room, they don't pay attention. They don't notice. Catwoman is holding a cat that isn't used in that scene. She just has she the just cat. She just has the cat. No, no, no. She does. She uses it in the previous scene to sniff out the weak spot of the door. Oh, I'm so <laughs> Before sorry. Before the Riddler places explosives there. You're absolutely right. I'm so sorry. You got What a, a good cat. Yeah, good cat. Good stuff. When you look at the, the levels of sand in the little test tubes... The consistency yeah. just keeps going up and down. Like at one point they're all level, and then one of them's half, <laughs> half empty. Yeah, you're like, why is that? Why is the blue one half empty? Oh my god, is he only half a man? Uh, and then we get our um lovely final showdown on the top of the submarine, and when we go full comic book with all our thwacks and kapowies uh, and all of the other wonderful. random shit that they throw uh, in I there. Think- I love that there were fight scenes like previous to that. They didn't. They didn't give you the thwack and the kapowies no. straight away. No, that was for the That's, finale. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's the climax. That's right. They build. They build to it. They build <laughs> to the the automatopoeia. Um, and then the whole time that they're making the submarine surface by shooting the bat rays at it, getting thrown all over the the submarine, and the vials on the table is just like flipping back and yeah, forth violently. Yeah. That's something I love about this movie too is like to show shit exploding or whatever. They just show the inside of whatever it is, like the helicopter earlier or this, the submarine. And it's just they've got some sparklers attached to bits of the thing and they're just yeah. tilting the camera and getting everyone to like move. Yeah, run over and like yeah, knock up yeah, against yeah. one wall and then it's knock wonderful. up against the other wall. It's really wonderful. Oh, fucking God. Yeah. And then everyone gets fucking kicked off the submarine into the water. Yeah, I Besides love the penguin Catwoman. cigarette holder. Real quick aside, oh, I yes. want one. I want to smoke a joint out of one. I want to <laughs> dress as the penguin and smoke a joint it's, out of that it's thing. It's that Cruella Deville as well. Yeah, 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 dude. Catwoman, she's hanging back, not fighting because you can't punch a woman. Uh, and so she she runs back inside the submarine, trips over, and oh, her mask comes off, and oh my god, it's Kit Car. And okay, let's let's reel back real quick. She throws the cat. Yes. We mentioned this earlier. She throws the cat at Adam West. Adam West catches the cat and then is stuck holding the cat because he can't do. It. He can't just throw the cat exactly, at someone. Yeah. He can't he throw is it off the boat. It. He can't put it down. He's protecting the cat. So he's like dodging punches and trying to make sure that the cat <laughs> yes. doesn't get hit. And then, and he, then throws he manages it in the to get. <laughs> he chucks it in the lifeboat and, 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 and what's he say? Bon voyage, so my dad used to say to me when he dropped me off at school. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. We're back. Kitka. We're reveal. back. Oh, Adam West's face. 
Adam West's face his, with the fucking music. Oh, the music plays, yeah, that they were, like, dancing to. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, pause for so long. And then Robin's like, I'm sorry, Batman. And he's like, no, Robin. Yeah, he's like... Mm-hmm. That would be... We would give away our identities. And it's like... Yeah, I, yeah. I think by saying that out loud, you kind of already <laughs> yeah. have. He, he, no, he says, he says, that would be compromising. And he accepts it. He's, it's, it's just one of those yep. things in life. Yep. Of every crime fighter... You're gonna fall in love with Catwoman. Snap on the snap on the back cuffs. Uh, he very carefully goes over and teetering on the corner of the table, uh-huh. very carefully grabs it. Commodore yep. Schmidt Lab comes over, yeah, and trips goes, into his lap. <laughs> I see what's so, going on, and it's just so goofy. Crashes them all to the table, so goofy, and then mixes, sneezes. Sneezes so hard, and just the the dust mixes everywhere. All the leaders all mixed up. Uh, and then Batman and Robin in their Batcave with their, their like aprons on. Yeah, and their masks, masks over their masks that they literally only put on to like press a button and then take yep. it off again. They tell Gordon, who's who's on the line to like all the world leaders, yep. that they're they're going to give it a go. They're going to give it a go. There's always all hope. these different countries are uh, like yeah, and we preparing. get all stock footage from different countries with the translation. Yep. They're ready to rehydrate and all that. Yeah, and uh, but Robin suggests Batman, shouldn't we the the state of the world that it's in? Maybe we could uh, level balance. Uh huh. And he says, "Yes, Robin, but that would be against God and nature." Yeah. Well, he doesn't say God. He says nature. Yeah, he, he says, says "We to tamper, tamper with the, with the laws of nature." Again, Ugh, it's bad, bad. Very good. Bad idea. And he's like, "You're right, Batman. You're so wise." Yep. Thank you for teaching and me. And he is. And it's a he's success. Growing to one one fine young man, that Robin. Sure is. He's gonna have some funny ideas about how to dress, but yeah. it's gonna be a good kid. And then when they rehydrate them, it's just the most janky thing of all the test tubes being held up by these little metal arms and the the little plastic tubes all running to them. And then they've just and got it's a like fucking thirty seconds hose. of like yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Hooked like up to water this little, dripping sounds. The light water, soft. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, it's just like they just thought, oh yeah, we'll just gravity feed this water through these pipes. It's not yeah. pumped in. There's no like pressure regulation. It's like, wouldn't the ones no. at the front get more water than the ones at the back? Don't you need even yeah. water to rehydrate? It's like, no. Nope. Doesn't shut matter. Up doesn't matter. Just and water, listen to just thirty seconds of dripping sound effects. Instant world peace. Just add water. That's right. And as they all reappear, those big metal poles. That were holding up the beakers disappear. No, no, no. We can only assume that they are up each they're, of the world bums. leaders' yeah. asses. Yes. I, <laughs> I was gonna. Yeah, I wanted to get your your consensus. They're all sitting on them. They don't notice that there's like a dozen people in their in their room. They don't notice yeah. that there's a metal pole up their bum. They're still talking about world peace, but this yep. time they're all speaking the wrong languages. Yep. And then and, just. And- as Batman was so, so firm on not messing with the law of nature, now mm-hmm. he's like, this may be the single most <laughs> important. Yeah. This strange mixing of minds may be the greatest single service ever performed. It's ridiculous. Oh, God, man. When it's his fuck up, he's like, I'm a genius. <laughs> but when it's Robin's, Robin's suggestion, he's like, and, yeah, and don't Robin's play like, God, you fucking boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking slaps him. Yeah. The, what the, is the a meme. god to a bat? <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, let's leave discreetly. Blue Through the window. Bat ropes. <laughs> that's, that's discreetly. Yeah. And that's it. That's the movie. That's the movie. Fucking, and then the, the living oh. end. Yes. The end. The living end. Dot, the dot, dot. living end. This movie is fucking perfect. Wow. It hasn't aged today. 
Not at all. Everything about uh, it. I have no notes. Yep. Perfect. Fucking perfect. Perfect. Fucking movie. I'm so um, I, I would say. Glad. I would say. Okay. So if glad I had you to loved be, it. If I had to be nitpicky, I would say that the pacing would make repeat viewings a little slow in parts. It, it feels a lot longer than an hour 40 minutes because yeah. of the very like segmented off like subplot lines one after another. Yeah, yeah. But each of those plot lines kind of has its own kind of climax, its own like set and piece. And it's just so much fun. Yeah, Every honestly, one of them is just so fun. Yeah, I I will rewatch this movie I think many as a times. kid the only scene that I would get bored at was when they were in the park in their little carriage. Ah uh, yeah, yeah. I would yeah, sort of yeah. lose See, it, I, interest a little bit cuz yeah, I think that's I, I there's really a lot like more that. innuendo jokes in that segment. There's less yeah, like fun yeah. colorful stuff for the yeah, um yeah, for the yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. I like it I like that stuff as an adult just not even for the innuendo jokes just every scene where Adam West is on screen. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm thrilled. I'm utterly transfixed. The villains being so over the top, like that, I I really liked. I really liked, but I liked mm-hmm. less than Adam West yeah. being completely straight faced. This is the kind of thing that when I see this sort of humor, I mentioned theater earlier uh, in in this. Something a, a problem I have with like musical theater and stuff is it's a lot of it is I like a lot of musical theater now. I've grown grown to uh, appreciate it and stuff, but the really camp shit is still sometimes too much for me. And as a kid, I really didn't I really didn't gel with it. Because everyone looks like everyone's smiling at their own jokes. Everyone's like, feels like it sounds mm-hmm. like they're in on their own jokes. And it kind of makes me go, like, they think they're funny. And I kind of go, fuck you, you're not that funny. You think Whereas, you're funny, man? You think you're fucking funny? All right, funny man. I, I get, I get, <laughs> I get all bent out of shape about it. <laughs> but it, 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 this kind of thing, whenever I've set, like really laughed at, at musical theater, it's been this kind of thing where it's played quite straight faced. Mm. Again, that. They do the Leslie Nielsen thing. That yep. shit rubs me up the right way. You're definitely going to have to watch that audio commentary with the two of them. Oh, oh I absolutely oh, will. I absolutely will. Essential viewing. Something. So I guess something semi, uh, something related to to wrap things up. Now I feel like I've seen maybe not every. I've definitely not seen every iteration of Batman or every version of Batman that there is. But in terms mm-hmm. of like the ones that are the the widest uh, known, the most well-known. Yeah. Um, I think I've seen all of them. I've seen this one now, got 90s, Tim Burton, Batman, slash back half of the 90s. Yeah. Uh, Brookheimer, the, Batman. The Tim Burton impersonated ones. Yeah. Um, You've got and then animated series. Bat- and then animated series and then like Nolan, Nolan Batman. Um, and I guess in recent Snyder. years, Batflake. What's your favorite Batman of the of the ones kind of that you've seen or the ones most widely known? I really like the Nolan Batman trilogy, and I really like this. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I think for so. completely I think, like polarizing reasons. Totally, totally. I think it's like they couldn't be more opposite, and at no point do they like cross over. Yeah, there's never yeah. any like silly campy stuff in the Nolan ones, and no. there's never any dark brooding seriousness in this one. No, yeah, they are. Completely, yeah, opposite sides of the spectrum. I think previous to watching this, I, d- I didn't want to watch the campy Batman. No, I didn't want to watch this Batman, and I didn't like Brookheimer Batman. Uh, even when people would say, no, it's fun, it's camp, I'd be like, nah, Batman's not campy. My Batman's not campy. That's not my Batman. My Batman ain't campy. Brookheimer, Brookheimer campy is bad campy. Bad campy, definitely. It's really, I, like, unappealing I would gladly have, um, yeah, aesthetic to yeah, it that I don't yeah. like. And this is just so... It's it's gaudy. It's disgu- It's really... Even though it's very... Like this it. is very, like uh, like you said, like, evenly lit, very plain, 
it's just something aesthetically that I really like about it that just feels it's, really it's, nice. Yeah, it's and aesthetically and pleasing. And it's not ugly. Yeah. I would gladly have this as my Batman. Adam West can be my Batman. <laughs> my, my, my Batman is still probably uh, like, or the Batman that I've enjoyed the most is um, still probably the Scott Snyder, New 52 Batman. I really like that iteration of Batman. In terms of movies, yeah, I guess Nolan Batman, maybe maybe the second or third one where you can understand him a bit more. But yeah, this was, this was wonderful, dude. This yep. was so good. I'm so, so, so glad I could share it with you and that you, you had such a uh, positive response to it. It's lovely. This is the most, this is the, I'm going to say this is the most entertaining in terms of the, the films that I hadn't seen before starting this podcast. This is the best movie that we've, that, that I feel like we've reviewed, in my opinion, of ones that I hadn't seen previously, ones that I didn't know, that I wasn't already invested in. This is my favorite film. That is fucking fantastic. It sure as hell is not a webback, a dinosaur story. That's no, for sure. No, no way, no way. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode as much as we did. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to support us, uh, the biggest thing you can do is sharing the podcast around. Like, get the word out. No, more people want to need to watch this movie. Oh, absolutely, dude. It is a blind spot as being like a, one of the is... most just amazing comedies around. Actually, you know what? Don't show anyone this fucking podcast. Don't show anyone this movie because I want to. I, I want to study this movie and harness its comedic power <laughs> to make the, the, the funniest shit of, of the 21st century. So no one can know its secrets so, but you. Yeah, I, no one. Fair enough. Well, if you're not going to share the podcast in that case, you can, <laughs> you can just, um, you can just uh, like, give us a review on Apple Podcast there instead and, and leave the, the secrets of Adam West's comedy to, to Connor to Thank harvest you. and farm. <laughs> Uh, we'd love to know what you thought of this week's episode. You can do that by hitting us up on Twitter at Rose Tint Review or on Instagram at Rose Tinted Review. Question of the episode. I've got two. One, we, we told you what our Batmans are. What's your Batmans? Yep. That's my that's my question. Cinematic what Batmans. Your, who's your You can yeah, go into the, the really crazy fucking ninja Batman and the the, the, the the what is it called? The Batman that laughs and stuff. You can you can do the obscure or you can just give us yeah. your, your normal cinematic ones. Yeah. Second question of the episode is If you were to be dehydrated into a pile of colourful powder What colour would you be? Black Oh yeah Yeah you would I feel like I would be purple Yeah Yeah I feel that Next week Next episode Uh, Fuck man I gotta follow that Do you wanna do Zodiac? Oh yeah let's do Zodiac Yeah well let's go from, from super campy Yeah to fucking Colourful detective work to very grim, very gritty 2007 American mystery thriller film directed by David Fincher based on the Zodiac Killer. Oh boy. What should they do, Connor? We encourage that you check the film out before listening to the podcast, even if you've seen it before. We demand it. We demand it. It is required viewing. Join us next time when we'll find out if our hindsight is truly 2020 or we've just been wearing rose-tinted glasses. 